Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons, so if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash ttopod. And if you would share us around and give us five-star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. If living in the 80s taught me anything, if it's bad, it must be Satan. There goes gravity. Oops, there goes gravity. So. Plavity. Plavity. I don't know what that is. That's a. Uh, fuck, what is his name? <sighs> Blapkin. Uh, Chris Delia? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, he did Napkin, a bit. Napkin, Bapkin. <laughs> he, did, he did a bit where he was, like, <clears throat> making fun of Eminem, but, like, lovingly. Yeah. Uh. He was just rhyming absolute nonsense, but his impression was spot on. Yeah. And so he became, it was in a music video. Gosh. That's right. Yeah. I fucking forgot. Yeah. yeah. He was logic Eminem in him. Eminem loved that shit so much. And it was some comedian and Chris Delia, two yes. comedians. And they oh, played. It was, um, I, I know him. I just don't remember. It was Dave Chappelle, name. wasn't it? No. Because it was logic in Eminem's uh-huh. music video. And the guy who played Logic was, like, basically a white guy. He was a white guy who is a comedian, I think, who I can't remember his name. Um, and then Eminem was played by Chris Delia, and they, like, lip-synced <laughs> the the verses. It was really funny. Okay. And the song slaps. I can't even remember what it's called, but look it up. You'll find it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to Two Towns Over, and we are at the last subject of the Satanic Panic, everybody. We are literally two weeks away from being done. Welcome in. Yep. Uh, I am Don. I'm um, Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. <laughs> He's, apparently his whole scheme just went out the window. I guess. The whole RM thing just... Fuck it. I guess I'm stalling for time because I didn't prepare a name. Um, I'm Josh, a.k.a. the fake Slim Shady. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Weird Al's twin. There you go. That's Fuck off. Like the fake Weird Al. <laughs> so Weird did... Al's more handsome twin. You are. You know what you are. You could be the son. Oh, uh, who Weird the Al. fuck was it that was in that movie with Danny DeVito as his twin? Was it Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you're, you're the Arnold Schwarzenegger of that duo. I appreciate that, but <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic is way more handsome than I am. I literally disagree. <laughs> Wait a minute, is, is is there a spark between you two? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that has never been a secret. Okay. 
So this week, guys, we are starting our only two weeks. We are not going past two weeks on this. We could. We could, and we probably will revisit them later. We absolutely we, will revisit this yeah, later. But as far as, as for this, we're just going to give you kind of an overarching what look. We, what are we talking about? We are talking about QAnon. Oh, yeah, baby. It's going to be <laughs> sad and funny. <laughs> so what we're going to do this week is we're just kind of laid the foundation about where QAnon. QAnon's oh, man. Oh, a lot of us lived it. Yeah. A lot of yeah. you remember. You'll this will be flashback the episode for a lot of our <laughs> listeners. I'm going to I'm going to steal a line from a song that I've been listening to uh, th- that's going to fit this really well. This is going to be like a political cartoon. It's pretty funny, but it's not the point. Yeah. Yeah. So today we begin our final steps in over in our over six-month saga that was the Satanic Panic Urban Legend. And while we've had some comical moments along the way, we do have to confess that this series has been a little harder on us than other stories. We have talked about it. Yes. Now, this stems largely from the fact that as people who can see the paths of history... We can see that as society, we have not progressed much beyond where we were 400 years ago when the townspeople of Salem were trying their neighbors as witches. And unfortunately for us, and for you, our listeners, this also means that we have one more story to tell. One that proves that we are no better, and in many ways, even worse than we were in more primitive days. This one's fun because it's not over. Yeah. Yeah. In real life. It's time for us to speak about QAnon. Hooray. Now, Britannica- I really, I don't think it's going to last much longer. Uh, I am going to give it until the next election. At least, Because yes. after that, we'll know yeah. what'll happen. Because if, mm. if the worst should come to pass... <laughs> So Britannica.com defines QAnon as follows. QAnon is a conspiracy theory originating in forum posts on the website 4chan in October of 2017. Conspiracy adherents believe that U.S. President Donald Trump was raging, waging a secret war against the cabal of satanic, cannibalistic pedophiles within Hollywood, the Democratic Party, and the so-called deep state within the United States government. Good Lord. <laughs> Yeah, so, that shit right out of the gate, right he, out of the gate. He wasn't battling them. He was a part of them. Is, maybe, who knows. So with the aid of social media platforms. Probably the government. The theory expanded in content and geographic reach in subsequent years and resulted in legal protests as well as several violent criminal incidents. So as you can see in that definition, QAnon is just simply Satanic Panic 2.0. Yeah, I remember Pizzagate. Yeah, it's the modernized. Yep. We're gonna get to Pizzagate today. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's the modernized Satanic Panic. It's yep. it, in the same way that, like, you don't recognize something when it changes as much as it does over the course of two, three hundred years. But it's still the same thing conceptually at its core. It's no different than actual literal witch hunts. Right. It's it's basically a satanic panic for the internet age. Yes. Literally. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's interesting because <clears throat> when we looked at um the West Memphis 3, that huge deep dive series that we did on the West Memphis 3 really encapsulated everything that was wrong about the 80s satanic panic and how it related to the literal witch witch hunts of the Salem satanic panic and the fucking crusades. Yes. Um, And like, 
this is QAnon is doing it, but now add in that West Memphis three shit. Like it's yeah. it's like you can see it's it's like one step up. Right. You know? It's um it's, like with it's... music. Every few years artists I like rap is my main music genre. I like all of it, but like rap and hip hop and R and B, like they take songs from, you know, when they were kids fifteen years ago. They remix those to sound modern, and then they put their voice on it. Mm-hmm. And then in ten years, somebody else is going to do the same thing to their song. Stevie Wonder's um, "Pastime Paradise" being a fucking perfect example of that. It was "Pastime Paradise." Most fuckers know it as "Gangsta's Paradise," right? And and truly cultured gentlemen know it as the "Amish Paradise." Exactly. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's. <clears throat> It's that same thing, but for the satanic panic and less, more sad funny and less fun funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's QAnon 2.0 or satanic panic 2.0. Only this time, there is literally a device in virtually every member of society's hands that has all the information of the world available. A simple Google search can clear any questions one might have about anything that ever existed. They could see that the satanic blood rituals that claimed the lives of hundreds of thousands of children were proven false by many law enforcement agencies. They could bring up any number of true crime podcasts that feature three goofballs discussing the intricacies of the satanic panic. Truly. Mm -hmm. Sadly, they don't. Instead, believers in QAnon stay within their own echo chambers and refuse to come out, leaving the rest of the world to deal with their bullshit. Kind of like crystal lover people, but worse. (laughs) Yeah, at least with, with like... Most crystal people, I never hear them arguing that it's a hundred percent true. Most of the time, most of them. Some of them are fucking annoying. When I say crystal but... people, I guess I really mean like the new age person that exists every generation or so. Yeah, where they're they're the people who were like, um, for my parents' generation, it would have been the people who everybody was saying like. Oh, we shouldn't spank our kids at all. That type of shit. Like, where... Yeah, we agree with them now. But, like, right now, for example, it's the veganism... The vegans is a perfect example. Vegans are online are never shutting up about how great it is to be a vegan and how you're a murderer if you eat meat and shit. I'm not gonna lie to you, that's overplayed a lot by people who... So, like... Sure. When, when veganism first came around, yeah. vegans were like that. But um, now now most know. vegans don't fucking care. Well, know, now there's... you know when the last time I was very online was. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> there's some But it's that same shit where it's like there's a certain subset of people who believe a certain thing or or live a certain way who really are trying to push that onto other people for really stupid reasons. Yeah. Really stupid reasons. Like, there are plenty of things, like, vegans are like, we live more healthy than you. No, you don't necessarily do that. Like, there are bodybuilders and shit who definitely eat chicken and meat because it's way more healthy for their lifestyle. Like, we're omnivores. Eat what the fuck you want. Don't be cruel. Try to reduce that, but eat what the fuck you want. And live in a way that is healthy for you and your body. Because there are plenty of people who don't eat meat who get sick because they're not eating the supplemental shit that they need to eat to f- replace that because that's what your body needs. It needs certain things. 
And for these QAnon people, it is that same. They're unwilling to look at the evidence that says, hey, your body actually needs this amount of protein for you to be healthy. And yeah, you can get it from over these other plants and things, but you refuse to look at that evidence and you get sick. That's what I was just I, I think the I think the crystal people is a better analogy analogy because both Yeah, the crystal's not really gonna heal your cancer. You need to see a doctor. No, the the crystal's not gonna fucking actually do anything except look cool and pretty. Mm-hmm. That's I, I think everyone who is like super super into all that like hippie shit? Yeah, they really just got there because they thought it looked cool. Yeah, it's an aesthetic, and if you can it's admit that to yourself, great. Exactly. Like I, one of my favorite aesthetics, tarot cards. Do tarot cards do anything? No, they look cool. They're, They're a very super fun neat deck of cards. <coughs> With QAnon, it comes to the same thing, which is it's fact denial. Yeah, that's what I'm really trying to it's get at. D- denial of undeniable evidence, contrary to something that they want to believe. Yeah, you're but right. You're once right. you get into an echo chamber of a bunch of people who have already insisted to themselves that this is real no matter what anybody says, yeah. you end up in, I'm going to throw it out early, you end up in a cult-like environment that... Any evidence that is brought to light against what they believe, they will just move the goalposts and say, no, that's part of the conspiracy. That's just a misdirection that they want you to believe. Half of them don't even know who they mean when they say they. Yeah, it's a straw man. The, the cabal. The satanic cabal that runs everything. The deep state. The deep state. Because when you do shit like that, you can insert whoever you think is the villain. And it still unifies your community. Like, you and the next door neighbor might be picturing each other when you're like, they're in the cabal. But you've both got the Trump flag up. You see what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. It is, you're right. The crystal new agey shit is way more close to what I wanted. Because it is like, you're just denying evidence that is readily available. It's like those people with the salt lamps. The fucking Himalayan salt lamps or whatever. They look cool. They look cool, and and it's like, oh, but they're giving off, like, ions. That is not how you ionize shit. That is not how that works. That doesn't do anything. There are plenty of videos online from science educator YouTubers who literally go to, like, labs at NASA and shit to prove to you that that is not how that works. Yeah. And yet you still believe it. And it's like that, but for predator, for, like, Satan like I don't know it's it's crazy so before we can get into the ins and outs of QAnon we have to take one more trip into the wayback machine because even though QAnon can be called many things psycho insane stupid Mr. Peabody said I should never touch that huh Mr. Peabody said I should never touch the wayback machine (laughs) there's one thing that QAnon cannot be called and that's original Hmm. so to begin this story we have to go all the way back to the 12th century almost 300 years before the Spanish Inquisition began, with the development of what came to be known as the blood libel. Now, anyone who's ever followed this, who has followed this series from the beginning of our satanic panic stories is going to recognize this theory immediately. Blood libel, or blood accusation, was simply the belief that the Jewish community would ritually sacrifice Christian children 
during the celebration of Passover. Before the 11th century AD, Christians and Jewish people were very much simpatico as they shared the same languages and beliefs. But between the 11th and 12th centuries, things began to sour between the two faiths. The situation became complicated after about the year 1000 as Christian society began a process of reorganization that contributed to the marginalization of Jews as well as other groups. In 1096, Knights of the First Crusade unleashed a wave of anti-Semitic violence in France and the Holy Roman Empire, including massacres in Worms and Trier, both now in Germany, yeah. and Metz, now in France. Like, literally... Literally, Nazis happened because of the Crusades. Yeah. Do you understand? That's, I mean, the, does the listener understand? Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's so crazy. I was just talking to a guy yesterday at this, at a, at a cookout, and he was like, yeah, um, oh, the cookout? The cookout? The cookout that we're not allowed to go to. No, this was my friend <laughs> Scott and had and his roommate were having Oh, no, okay, that's one of the ones we are allowed yeah, to go to. it's a white person. Uh, actually, it felt a lot like the cookout, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it was very colorful, and the people there were super nice, and it was a smaller house, and we were all Did eating. Summertime by Fresh Prince get played? No, but Nas was on. Okay. So... <laughs> You know, no, that, <laughs> you're right. That, that's the cookout. That's, that's the, cookout. the co it was the cookout, bro. Um, <clears throat> like we had bitches eating on the floor and shit. It was awesome. <laughs> but this this guy Zane, who I met at the at the cookout, um, was like talking about how there was like a fucking militant coup in Russia right. by a mercenary group yeah. in oh, yeah, 2023. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like w literally, that's fantasy time shit. A military group took over a fucking mercenary group. Yes, there is a Russian civil war starting. It's yeah. literally it's stopped, though. that. Well, they said they they got uh, partially to Moscow, and then they were like, "We're turning. We're going to go back to Ukraine <laughs> or to the border at Ukraine or whatever." Um. So, but we were talking about that. How these fucking um, five people got on a goddamn eyeball butt plug to go on a literal adventure. Uh -huh. An actual adventure to the lost city of Titanic. Uh -huh. Like, <laughs> literally, that shit is happening this year. They fell to their own hubris. Yes. Correct. Somebody, somebody sent me, like, a retelling of it uh, that was as a Greek comedy. Yep. Where, <laughs> yep. Where it was, uh, like, five of the world's uh, wealthiest holders of power. Jason and the fucking Argonauts went down to the deep sea. Right. Bo boarded a, a poorly constructed craft to go to a land which man is not meant for. Exactly. And they... Like Magellan. Uh -huh. Like, <laughs> literally, literally. And they were killed by their hubris. Uh-huh. Yep. Like a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movie, actually. Like, in real life, in 2023, this happened. And, like... And also, that we're talking about QAnon, who are literally hunting... A satanic cabal of Jewish child molesters, as if they're the actual crusades from the eleven fucking hundreds. Yeah, like that is we. It, it's yes, it's crazy, but really, all it does is it highlights humans. Human nature doesn't change, and I don't just mean the negative shit because no. we've still got people going around preaching, speaking truth to power, as we like to call it now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, we've got Gandhis in the world today. We've got, 
Gandhi. Yes, Gandhi was a prick, but he meant the the. You know the, what the, I mean. The ideal, but that's also what Gandhi. I mean about human nature. Is that yeah, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, they all have these what we would now consider awful, awful flaws, but for the time, they were paragon of moral justice. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were... At least in the public eye. Yeah. Right. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. We can never, ever know until 50 years after these people die that they're not the paragon of moral and social justice that we thought they were. Like, you know, an extreme example of this would be Bill Cosby. In the 80s, sure. that motherfucker was literally yeah. America's goddamn dad. And then we found out 25 years later that he did some terrible shit. And now he's in jail for the rest of his fucking life, which he deserves. But, like, he did do a lot to push racial, uh, like, um, oh, shit, I just lost it. He did do a lot to push, like, social issues forward. You know what I'm saying? He put them in the public eye in such a way as to make black people look like not monsters to white people. like the Cosby show was Instrumental in the fact that my parents could even get married. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's – that type of shit always happens. You know, Gandhi slept naked next to his niece or some shit. Like, Martin Luther King Jr. apparently cheated on his wife or something. I don't even remember what the fuck. No, that was – that was part of the the CIA thing. Yeah. Whatever it was. You know, people are all, you know, people are people. But there are some people who choose to lean into the side of be a beacon of, of like, where we could be. And there are people who decide to lean into, let's do a coup in Russia. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of shit is always happening. And it, QAnon just highlights that for us yeah. as a community like it's yeah it's all of it wrapped into one that's what i meant when i said it's 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 the west memphis three on back to the fucking crusades right well it's i'm trying to hold off on i have a big point that i'll probably get to next week about how the main factor of QAnon is people wanting to believe that they're fighting for something but i know we're not really going to get to QAnon itself today we're going to be talking about we're setting the stage for QAnon to right. come along right now. I may so have I'm mentioned gonna, medication. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to hold off on that until next week, but oh, I, that's going to be a, a big factor. I'm just, I'm, I'm so I'm hyped cause I'm back. <laughs> like I'm, I'm actually feeling okay. And, but my ADHD is really, so, really off the rails right now. Unfounded accusations against Jews of such gruesome actions as ritual murder and host desecration began to spread. In 1144, an English boy, William of Norwich, was found brutally murdered with strange wounds to his head, arms, and torso. Like the phrase that my mom used until I was like, you can't say that anymore. They tried to Jew me out of my money. Yeah. That came from the 11 fucking hundreds. Yeah. That's... Humans are, we're slow. We're slow to learn. Now, his uncle, a priest, blamed local Jews, and a rumor spread that Jews crucified a Christian child every year at Passover. A century later, an investigation into the death of another boy, Hugh of Lincoln, in 1255, sparked anti-Jewish fervor that resulted in the execution of 19 English Jews. The story of Little St. Hugh soon became part of popular literature and song, and he was widely venerated as a martyr. 
Now, I did a little digging into St. Hugh or Little St. Hugh and came across a website called newadvent.com that is basically a Catholic encyclopedia. And the write-up on him still states to this day that a Jewish person crucified Little Hugh and that it was tradition to do it once a year. And Hugh has actually been canonized as a saint in the Catholic religion. Really? I bet we still, we don't even know who did it, do we? No. No, of course not. Wow. The blood libel. They're not looking. No. They, well, they, he was Jewish, a.k.a. or black or Mexican or yeah, a exactly. different thing than Irish or whatever. Like, he was from that other tribe. Yeah. So the blood libel reemerged in Damascus in 1840 and in Hungary in 1882. In both cases, torture was used to obtain false confessions, going back to the Spanish Inquisition, through, though the accused were ultimately cleared. Now, the most infamous occurrence of the blood libel in modern times was the case of Mendel Belis, or Bilis, uh, a Jewish factory manager in Kiev, which is now in Ukraine, who was accused of ritual murder by the Tsarist government in 1911. In prison for more than two years, he was eventually acquitted by an all-Christian jury. And in the 1930s, the blood libel... Wait, wait, wait. This was a Jewish guy? Yeah. Well, that's good, at least. Yeah. So, and in the 1930s, the blood libel became part of Nazi propaganda... And it was subsequently a staple of anti-Semitic propaganda in parts of Europe and the Arab world, and now in America. There's right. fucking th- that's the thing that kills me the most. I think about QAnon is the amount of common ground that they have with how actual Nazism came to be. The crazy thing is that they lean into it now. Yeah, I know, I know, and. It reminds me again of I mentioned I rewatched The Boys recently and you know, spoilers for The Boys season 2 I guess. Um there's a character called Stormfront, turns out Stormfront is in actual from she's she's an o- from World War 2 a Nazi. Original Third Reich. Yes. Um she just doesn't age and so she says something at some point. She's like spreading Nazi propaganda online. It's a fantastic bit of satire mm-hmm. about QAnon exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a quote that is terrifying. She says, people love what I have to say. They just don't like the word Nazi. Yep. Yep. Words change. Attitudes stay the same. Yeah. There's always... That's the dichotomy. That's the many faceted nature of human nature that we often describe as the dichotomy between good and evil. But really, what it is is that it's there are certain sets of beliefs that I think are genetic, like evolutionary, like the need to protect your supply of whatever, your resources from another group of things that look kind of like you, but a little bit different. Mm hmm. That's evolution. You got to be able to defend your territory. The problem is, is that the other side of that is the social aspect of our nature of we share with each other, with the people we care about, and we survive together. The problem, I think, mainly with all these large scale issues is that we are too dense for the social evolution stage we're at. As, and by that, I just mean 
we recognize the tribalism in ourselves and we recognize the socialness in ourselves. The socialism, I guess. No, that's not no, right. Not quite. What is it when it's animals? The uh, They're social creatures. We know yeah, that. We know that about right. ourselves. The problem is, is that we still have not been able to get to the point where we say, well, now our social group can be the world. Right. You know what I mean? Our social group can be people who are not like me, except that they are, because they're still human. And I feel like a, a lot of people understand that, just but just as aren't a whole. quite able to embrace it yet. Yeah. In a, in a practical way. Because we still believe, I mean, we still experience... Um, Separations of language and time and distance and facial structure and shit like that. Culture. We still experience these separations and we haven't gotten to a place where we can learn to accept differences to that degree. Mm -hmm. And so it manifests in groups of people as QAnon. This podcast is powered by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast or looking for the best home for your podcast? Check out all the amazing features Podbean offers with unlimited bandwidth and storage for an affordable price. That's right, unlimited. Visit www.podbean.com forward slash unlimited to check it out today. It's podbean.com forward slash unlimited. So the next stop in our DeLorean time machine is the early 20th century where a book is causing an uproar among the Jewish and Gentile communities alike. That book was called The Protocols of the Elders of Zion. Now, the first known mention of the Protocols was in a 1902 article in St. Petersburg conservative newspaper Novoye Vremya by journalist Mikhail Os- Osipovich Menshikov. It's going to be a lot of Russian right now. Yeah. Just bear with yeah. me. I was just looking because I was like, I bet it's spelled fucking ridiculous. I and it is. M- Mikhail, but... Mikhail Osipovich, Osipovich Mish- Osipovich. Osipovich. You want to read? No. Okay. He wrote I'm just giving vi- you my best guesses because they sound fun. Uh, he oh, wrote it would be. It would that be. a venerable <laughs> lady of the upper class has suggested to him to read a small booklet <laughs> called The Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which denounced a conspiracy against the world. Menshikov was strongly skeptical over the authenticity of the protocols, dismissing their author and spreader as and spreaders as people with brain fever. Yes, he isn't that grand conspiracy against the world. Oh yeah. So the protocols published a series of articles in Zenamia, uh, a Black Hundreds, uh, which was a strong nationalist movement in Russia newspaper, owned by Pavel Khrushchevan. Now, it appeared again in 1905 as the final chapter of the second edition of Velikoye v. Malom i Antichrist, which is the great in the, great in the small in Antichrist, a book by Sergei Nilas. In 1906, it appeared in pamphlet form, edited by Gregory Butmi de Katzman. Are these essentially chick tracks? Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, somebody did drop off a, an actual chick, chick track, track at work the other day. Yeah, I found out apparently Darkest Dungeon, the chick track that we did the read the uh-huh. the play. Uh, there's an actual movie. Yeah, based on the Darkest Dungeon chick yeah. track, a full fucking movie. It's a JonTron video. We, I think we, 
Yeah. You've never watched it, but that sounds amazing. It's so it buddy. Oh man, we're going to have to watch that. So so we're chilling today then? Oh yeah. <laughs> so the first r- Russian language imprints were used as a tool for scapegoating Jews, blamed by the monarchists for the defeat in the Russo-Japanese or Russo-Japanese war and the revolution of 1905. Common to, common to all the texts is the idea that Jews aim for world domination. <sighs> and I actually found out the word cabal uh-huh. is very anti-Semitic. Yeah. Is it? Because it is derived from the word Kabbalah, which is the Jewish mysticism. Yeah. Wow. See, yeah. there there we go. I, I didn't know that. Yep. A cabal is like the westernized version of Kabbalah, which was an actual yeah. like set yeah. mystic mystic set of Judaism. Wow. And like so if you're talking about that, you gotta be sure to be, that you're like, no, the Kabbalah, you know, the actual mystic practitioners versus the cabal, which is basically an anti Semitic propaganda word that means conglomerate of evil Jews. Yep. Hmm. So the general Destiny claim... two has an entire alien race called the Cabal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the general claim is that the document was stolen from a secret Jewish organization. Now, since the alleged stolen original document does not exist, one is forced to restore a purported original edition. Now, for, this has been sorry. <clears throat> for reference, um, for anything that you might be familiar with, listener, uh, in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, at the end, when at, when you see Alphonse's Gate of Truth, uh-huh. each of the gates of truth are. Symbolic of like the actual beliefs of the character and um, Alphonse's is a diagram based on the Kabbalah structure for the mysticism and the other one, Alphonse and Edward. Edward's one is like um, the Germanic version of Yggdrasil. Like uh, the German, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. called something different, but it's, it's basically interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, since the alleged original stolen manuscript does not exist, one is forced to restore a purported original edition. Now, this has been done by the Italian scholar Cesare G. Di Micheles in 1998 in a work which was translated into English and published in 2004, where he treats his subject as apocrypha. Now, as the Russian Revolution unfolded, causing white movement-affiliated Russians to flee to the West, this text was carried along and assumed a new purpose. Until then, the protocols had remained obscure. It now became an instrument for blaming Jews for the Russian Revolution. There it is. It became a tool, a political weapon, used against the Bolsheviks, who were depicted as overwhelmingly Jewish, uh, allegedly executing the plan embodied in the protocols. Now, the purpose was to discredit the October Revolution, prevent the West from recognizing the Soviet Union and bring about the downfall of Vladimir Lenin's regime. While this may come as a shock to no one, the protocols is entirely a work of fiction intentionally written to blame Jews for a variety of ills. Those who distribute it claim that it, that it documents a Jewish conspiracy to dominate the world. The conspiracy and its alleged leaders, the so-called elders of Zion never existed. Yeah. Like shocker. Uh, I people who want to rule the world do that shit openly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, there those people exist, now, and they're in your government, wherever you live. Trillionaires, they're they're exactly. It's billionaires and the people who are in your actual fucking government. Every president, no matter how cool you thought they were or how dope the history textbooks made Teddy Roosevelt sound, they all were. That's why they call it the leader of the free world. Is because they want that fucking power trip. That's part of it. Like. To a lesser or greater degree, like obviously Donald Trump, that was the whole fucking reason he was in there. He wanted control over the actual world. Obama was in there because he wanted control over the world to do some cool shit, maybe if he could. Like and drone strike civilians. And don't, don't well, that's every that's civilians. the part of it though. That's what uh, I'm yeah, talking about. Is like every fucking president is going to up the drone strikes on civilians. They're going to escalate wars. They're going to do shit with the military budget, like increase it, like. Over and over and over again, because that's a major part of wanting to be president is the power to do shit like that. Right. And will anyone who would use that power, anyone who would recognize that great power comes with great responsibility, will never get into one of those positions. Because how much do you hate having the responsibility of a full-time job? Now, imagine that 24-7, the fate of the world. Right. You don't want that if you're a real not real. If you're like an actual grounded human, you realize that is a level of responsibility that will kill you. Presidents don't realize that until halfway through their second fucking term. Right, when they've aged like 20 years. Yeah. Right. Which is why all the the shit that you like always happens near the end of a president's term. Right. It's because they realize like, oh shit, that was a lot. I guess we can get some stuff done now. Like Right. All right, so now that we have the uh, the basic foundation of QAnon and the entire Satanic Panic explained, it's and yeah, so literally even the Satanic Panic, they just changed Jews to Satan worshippers. Yes, it was all the same thing. Yes, literally, it's nothing different. People no. more or less got bored of uh, Jews being the scapegoat for everything, and they're like, "Oh, we need a new one." Um, we're okay. We're Christians. What's the opposite? Satanist. Satanist. It's Satanist now. They're yeah. the pedophiles. That's why Satanist and Jew is basically interchangeable in Nazi propaganda. Yeah. It's because it's it's uh, words change. People fucking don't. Even when we do individually as a collective, we are still run by our base instincts filtered through an intellect that is maybe a little either too good or not good enough for where we are right now. Yeah. And it's because we are so modern, we can use this new way of explaining it too, which is that if we're, if we're coded in Python, that code has not changed. We are running on the same code. Same code. It's... Maybe the way certain actions are executed yep. are changed as a result of the world around us changing. We're basically but... a complicated learning algorithm Yes, individually, and then we're an even more complicated learning algorithm collectively. Yeah, That is what we are, like, just when you get down to brass tacks, you know. All right, so now that we have a basic foundation of QAnon and the entire Satanic Panic explained, it's time that we jump in the TARDIS. And travel to the mid-2010s, where an unassuming pizzeria in Washington, D.C. became the episode. Here we fucking go. Welcome Ocean. back to Pizzagate, baby. It's the worst conspiracy ever. <laughs> the pizzeria was called Comet Ping Pong, 
and it was so here. dumb. Oh god! <laughs> and it was here. My that... arms are crossed. <laughs> I have sat up. I, I had to cover my eyes for a moment. I I just I flashed back to the whole ordeal, and mm. I was like, oh god! But it was here that uh, the signs. Here that the first signs of what would become QAnon came to life. I saw the sign. But what led to this? <laughs> and stormed a pizzeria, I saw the signs. So what led to it was the much-ballyhooed Hillary Clinton emails that were spoken about ad nauseum throughout the 2016 presidential <laughs> campaign. Turns out the signs were bullshit. And, and now I'm in Guantanamo. So in March of 2016, the personal email account of John Podesta... Hillary Clinton's campaign John Podesta. Yeah. Sorry. Hillary Clinton's campaign chair was hacked in a phishing attack. WikiLeaks published his emails in November of 2016. Now, proponents of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claim that the emails contained coded messages that connected several high-ranking Democratic Party officials and U.S. restaurants with an alleged human trafficking and child sex. Y'all remember where- People just eat pizza! They be eating pizza! God damn. <laughs> Y'all know the name Pizzagate? Y'all don't remember? I know you probably do. Do you remember where that came from? I assumed Watergate. Nope. Well, kind of. In the similar way as QAnon is the Crusades again. But um, yeah, Watergate happened. And then there was a scandal um, called Gamergate. Well, okay, yeah, I remember Gamergate. Yeah, where uh, a, a, a writer for Kotaku... Um, Slept with a coworker or some shit. Yeah, or somebody got cheated on or assaulted. We're still really not sure. But then the internet went fucking crazy because it was a woman who was implicated as the bad guy in this social right. situation. And so they fucking attacked her family. They doxed her. They sent death threats to her house and shit. Like it's literally in the modern world, doxing somebody is maybe the most evil thing you can do. Yeah, other than actually them. physically violating their being, but like right. Well, it's, so I mean, short of that, digitally doxing it's is the worst what crime. Leads to that, exactly. That's, do- doxing is you're the literally root of all facilitating evil. Yes. those crimes, and like, yeah. So that happened, and that, like, that's why I say in <clears throat> terms of the internet. Yeah, yeah. That's doxing fair. somebody is the most evil thing you can do because it's what's going to take it off the internet. Exactly. And, like, so, it basically, they called it Gamergate because she apparently was sleeping her way up the ladder or whatever, which, whether or not that's true, the internet's reaction to that was awful. And she, like, lost her job and her career and shit. So, like, Pizzagate was just copying Gamergate, which was a play on Watergate for gamers, right. which it wasn't even close to that. Um so, but people were so mad, mostly incels. And, like, yeah, I gather that this person was not, like, a great gal or whatever. But, like, uh, she was a normal-ass person living her normal-ass life, maybe being a little bit mean sometimes or whatever. Maybe having, maybe being a little too promiscuous for what is socially acceptable. But, like, so it it's literally, like, on the Wikipedia no, it's it's it was a conspiracy theory. They're Yeah, no, uh falsely accusing Quinn of an unethical relationship with video game journalist Nathan Grayson. Uh 
Wikipedia, Gamergate, and then in parentheses, harassment campaign. Yeah, that that's all. That's Gamergate all it was. was. Yeah, particularly but, targeted at two women. It was it was all right wing. Yeah, and that's that was kind of the thing where it's like the tactics never fucking change. We are always going after somebody who we think is the bad guy, but we don't think they're the bad guy for any real reasons. We think they're the bad guy because they're a woman or they're brown or they're a Jew or they're a Satanist or whatever it is. They're it's, a podcast host. They're a pizzeria. No, without they, a, those are legitimately awful. Yeah, yeah we're evil. But it, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like they're, they're a pizzeria that was emailed about by the democrats who are our enemies which means it has to be a child sex ring right in the basement that doesn't fucking exist like so members of the alt-right conservative journalists and others who had urged clinton's prosecution over her use of an unrelated private email server spread the conspiracy theory on social media outlets such as 4chan 8chan and reddit and twitter which by the way for those of you who still think it was unauthorized it was fully authorized like People from the government helped her set that shit up in her house. She should have gotten rid of it after her husband wasn't the president or whatever, but she didn't. So, yeah, she wasn't exactly a good guy, but the server was running on the fucking government server. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. Well, and here's the... I I don't want to harp on this too much because we try not to She did do the this. paperwork is what I'm saying. Yeah. But this is literally not that fucking different from actual recorded evidence of Trump saying the words, this is, look at this very secret material that you're not supposed to see. Yeah. Again, look at this very secret material that you're not supposed to see. Mm -hmm. Like actual words. I'm paraphrasing slightly. Yeah. Not that much, but no, I know. Yeah, anyway. look at this. This is very top secret. Yeah. Like, so James Elephantis is, uh, is the owner. Of I mean, Comic it King is Punk. kind of very different because what Trump did was a federal crime, and what Hillary did was like a faux pas. So, right, yeah. very different levels. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, it's. Uh, so James Elephantis <laughs> was the owner of Comet Ping Pong. He's also a big Democratic support, Democratic awesome. Party supporter. Name your pizza better. And raised, well, it's because there were ping pong tables. Oh, good for him. I, I gathered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> he was also a big Democratic Party supporter and raised money for both Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. He was once in a relationship with David Brock, an influential liberal operative. Now, Elephantis, who's never met President or Hillary Clinton, appeared in the Podesta emails in connection with the fundraisers. And from these thin threads, an enormous trove of conspiracy fiction was spun. Yeah, you the might, Democrats you might basically almost call them breadcrumbs. The, you might. The Democrats basically sent an email that was like, Hey, you heard of this Oliphantus? That dude's a G. And that's it. No, it was literally more like we are having a, a fundraiser and we want to order pizza. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah, that's what I meant. Is like, oh, they were basically like, Hey, this motherfucker wants to do a fundraiser and give us some pizza. Yeah, and and everybody's like, it's it's a conspiracy theory. Well, um, 
<laughs> yeah. That's just a theory. Users a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Users of 4chan began posting speculation. Matt Pat's a real one. And supposed connections gleaned from internet searches. They scoured Elephantus's Instagram feed for pictures of children and the modern art which lines his restaurant walls and dreamt up a pedophile sex ring involving prominent politicians and political donors. Now, the conspiracy theory bubbled up from 4chan onto the mainstream internet when a Reddit user posted a long document with all of the, quote, evidence several days before the U.S. election. A 15-year-old made up some bullshit on the internet. Oh, yeah. yeah. It first appeared on a section of the site popular with Donald Trump supporters from the extremist white nationalist alt-right. Alephantis, along... Which, which board was that? Do you have that? It doesn't say. Okay. I think, I don't remember. It was like K or some shit. <laughs> so Alephantis, along with Comet Ping Pong employees and others, started to get threatening messages. And, as a result, he locked his Instagram account. People began to say that some of the language used in the Podesta emails from Alephantis was code for criminal activities. For example, the initials CP stood for... God damn. ...stood for child pornography and not as most people who don't have brain worms would read into it, cheese pizza. The clip art of pink... Like, fuck! Like, fuck! Like, context is important! Yeah. Context is important, you guys. So the clip art of pink triangles and circles were symbols... What did they think PP stood for? Fucking A. Well, that'd be for, like... Pedophile penis. Or water sports. Yeah, I get it, Don. <laughs> uh, what, R. That's, Kelly shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So the clip art of pink triangles and circles were symbols of child predators and not graphical stand-ins for full pizzas and pizza slices. So on December... Th- ah! <laughs> ah! God damn. Yeah. It just hurts, doesn't it? It really does. Uh, fun fact, though, the internet widely does now use CP as the abbreviation for child porn because right. most places if you even say child porn well, that you, was true at the time you're, too you're fucked out of your but the problem i right. think is we're just, talking about old white people we're we're not just talking about old white people we're talking about old white people who own a pizzeria like what the fuck else are they gonna if you're abbreviating cheese pizza what are you gonna call it on your fucking excel spreadsheet cheapy yeah but it's, call it chiz. So it, it's the same thing. Uh, so at CVS, when I used to work there and don't anymore, uh, <laughs> there's a thing called Care Pass, and they will frequently abbreviate it CP. Context is important. And so one time, uh, one of my bosses was leaving, and she was like, Hey, make sure you get some CP tonight. And I was like, Hey, don't say that. <laughs> Don't do that. Come come back inside so I can whisper to you what that means. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't call it that. Don't abbreviate it like that. And old I'm gonna start I'm gonna start sending you Hey, you you trying to get some CP tonight? Like you trying to get some cheese pizza. The Old people safest don't, form of pizza. Old people don't recognize <coughs> that that abbreviation exists on the internet, so they'll just use it for things that you would normally abbreviate that way. Because it is in our nature to make things short. Yes, yeah. especially in writing. Yeah, and even in speaking, you know. So on December 4th, 2016, Edgar Madison Welch, a 28-year-old man from Salisbury, North Carolina. I mean, th- we invented a word, us millennials. YOLO. That's just don't, you. Only, don't, don't you only do, live nope, once? Nope, don't don't like nope. 
every uh, abbreviation on the internet. Seize the day. Listen, it was Carpe Diem first. You guys changed it to Seize the Day with your fucking translations. And we. (laughs) That was Dead Poet Society. Thank you very much. Damn, that's a good film. It is. I love that movie. God. So good. Anyway, Robin Williams was. So, um, yeah. So, 28 year old man from Salisbury, North Carolina, arrived at Common Ping Pong and fired three shots from an AR 15 style rifle that struck the restaurant's walls, a desk, and a door. Welch later told police that he had planned to, quote, self-investigate the conspiracy theory. That's not how you investigate anything. No. Welch saw... Unless you're the Pinkertons. Yeah. Welch saw himself as the potential hero of the story. That was was kind of a deep cut. (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh He surrendered after officers surrounded the restaurant, and he was arrested without incident, and no one was injured. Fucking white people. Luckily. Yeah. Welch told the... White people... Welch told the police that he had read online that the Comet Comet restaurant was harboring child sex slaves and that he wanted to see for himself if they were there. (laughs) And the police were like, nah, that came from fucking 4chan, bro. And he he wanted to see that with bullets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To blow Uh, the lock off the door that he thought was in the basement. No, no. No. (laughs) Not if it hit the walls and ceiling. So, um, in an interview with the New York Times, Welch later said that he regretted how he had handled the situation. What? But did not dismiss the conspiracy theory and rejected the description of it as fake news. It's Satanists, a.k.a. Jews, a.k.a. fake news. So, some conspiracy theorists speculated that the shooting was a staged attempt to discredit Uh. the investigations. So sometimes you just have to let your soul out of your body via noise. Uh huh. <laughs> so on December 13th, 2016, Welch was charged with one count of interstate transportation of a firearm with intent to commit an offense, which is a federal crime. He wasn't a charge. Was, was so, nobody was, was anybody there at the time? It was close. Yeah, there were people there, but no one got hurt. That's assault still <laughs> with a deadly weapon. Wipe. That right there, that's white privilege. Yeah, that's the two-tier justice system. According to court documents... It's it's more like six tiers, but whatever! (laughs) According to court documents, Welch attempted to recruit friends three days before the attack by urging them to watch a YouTube video about the conspiracy. He was subsequently charged with two additional... (laughs) <laughs> Two additional offenses. That's n- nine out of ten people who were involved in Flat Earth also were converted by YouTube. Yep. And it's, like, it's the birthplace of the worst conspiracy. Well, I mean, the birthplace is 4chan, but. Yeah. It, there are definitely things that are basically um, idealized for learning them on YouTube, such as anything about speedrunning. Yeah. Like video games, books, and movies. TV analysis, media type shit is awesome for you learning it on YouTube. Like how to fix your car. Yeah, you can learn that on YouTube. That's great. There are plenty of things that you can't rely on YouTube for, and that's mainly news. Like, (coughs) Philip DeFranco used to be a huge part of how, of like a, a huge part of my news diet, and even he, the most newsiest guy on YouTube at the time, was mostly focused on YouTube news. Right. Like you can't. It's it's too isolated and it's 
not regulated like a news organization should be, which is why you shouldn't listen to any of the major news organizations anymore either. But like, you can still kind of sort of trust um, uh, fucking NPR, yeah, yeah, and like the Wall Street Journal if you pay for it. <laughs> like that's pretty much it. Like we don't have reliable news here. You have to go literally outside the country to find stuff that's more accurate. I saw. Uh, <coughs> see, but they'll also say that, and then they'll go to Russian news sites, which will fuck me. Like, damn! At least choose two separate, different countries. You know what I'm saying? Like, get you, you. It's they made it. They the nebulous they, but by them I do mean. News executives, media executives, and in conjunction with the government and a lot of fucking money, have made it nearly impossible for us in America to get factual fucking news about our country and our communities. You almost can't do it. So you have to either entrench yourself in a news bubble from all different angles, all different perspectives, to get an inkling of the truth... <clears throat> Or you have to do what I eventually had to do, which was give that shit up because you can't take it anymore emotionally. Like, it's, they, you know, they fucked the shit up for us, really. It's just crazy. I just, oh, I'm, I feel insane. So Welch was subsequently charged with two additional offenses, with the grand jury returning an indictment charging him with assault with a dangerous weapon. Oh, thank, thank you. you. And possession of a firearm during the commission of a crime. Now, on March 24th, 2017, following a plea agreement with prosecutors, Welch pled guilty to the federal charge of interstate transport of firearms and the local District of Columbia charge of assault with a dangerous weapon. Welch also agreed to pay $5,744.33 for damages to the restaurant. US How much? $5,744.33. 574433. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping it would spell something stupid. Ah. Uh. <laughs> U.S. District Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson sentenced Welch to four years in prison on June 22, 2017. At the sentence hearing, Welch apologized for his conduct and said he had been, quote, foolish and reckless. On March 3, 2020, Welch was transferred to a community correctional center and was released on May 28th. On January 17th, 2017, Yusuf Lee Jones, a 52-year-old man from Shreveport, Louisiana, pled guilty to a U.S. District Court in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Louisiana for making a threatening phone call to <coughs> Besta Pizza, another pizzeria on the same block as Comet Ping Pong. Three days after... Couldn't even get the fucking joint right. <laughs> three days after Welch's attack. He said he threatened Besta to save the kids and finish what the other guy didn't. Oh and they were probably God. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> On January 25th, 2019, Comet Ping Pong suffered an arson attack when a fire was started in one of its back rooms. I'm sorry. I just had a flash of the way that that call went down because it definitely got answered by a teenager who was like, what are you talking about, bro? Are you ordering a pizza? <laughs> like, and the just imagine. We serve food here, sir. Essentially a boomer. Talking to, like, a fucking Gen Z kid. Just like, uh, bro, are you all right? You need to call a doctor or what's going on? Just couldn't give a fuck oh, dude. less. So uh, w when all the, the COVID vaccination stuff was going on, uh, I had people come into CVS and, like, 
there was stuff everywhere about getting your COVID vaccination. I heard some unhinged shit. Yep. Uh, there was a, a lady came in and screamed about how it was the satanic new world order, uh, mm-hmm. as she was leaving, uh, because she started talking, uh, there was Tom Cruise was on like the cover of people or something. Oh my and, God. uh, she just looked at that and started talking about how, uh, Tom Cruise isn't really Tom Cruise. He's a clone of Tom Cruise that they created, uh, because Tom Cruise died and that, um, was it fucking, um, John Travolta's wife, wasn't actually dead that uh, she was being tried in a, a secret tribunal for crimes against humanity. And she was like, Haha, I'm, I'm a truther. And I was like, Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <coughs> that is not how the truth works, man. I was like, have a, have a great, would you like your receipt? <laughs> and, uh, I just don't understand how they don't realize, like, even if what you're okay, even if what you're saying is true. Okay. Like imagine if somebody, if it was real, the truth or shit, the QAnon stuff, if if it was real, the the way to get this, this goes for evangelicals as well. The way to peep to get people to believe your thing is not to go up to them while they are at their fucking retail job at a CVS and start oh. spouting off crazy theories while your eyes are pointed in different directions <laughs> like like fucking uncle ruckus from goddamn yeah. boondocks you absolutely have to like in every fantasy story when magic is rediscovered and it's because the kids saw the bad guy do a big fireball you can't just run into town and tell the elder a guy shot a fireball he's gonna be like no the fuck he didn't no, he didn't. Magic hasn't existed for thousands of years. But, like, if you say, hey, Elder, come with me. There's something concerning I need to show you. Look at this giant scorch mark in the forest. Oops, I saw a wizard do a fireball. What? A wizard? They're back? Like, you have to present it with real fucking physical goddamn evidence to even have a shot, because there's still a scene in some of those books where the elder is like, "Oh, did you let a fucking campfire get out of hand again?" You know what I'm saying? Like, you, oh my god, you can't walk up to somebody and be like, "There's a secret cabal." Like, you have to be like, <laughs> "Like, <laughs> it's so crazy." No, my favorite one was the people who said that the the vaccines made you magnetic, and were yeah. like giving testimony and putting things on them, and it was falling off. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Or uh saying that if you go home and you uh put a, a cut open slice of a potato on your, your vaccine spot where, where they where they stuck the needle in you, it'll, it'll pull it'll out suck the out fucking... all the bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or there there was the, the one preacher who said that it was they were actually injecting a new life form. A yeah. silicon based life form mm-hmm. into you. That's not how it works. But Holy we'll get into shit. more of that when we start doing more like deeper oh dives. My God. We're not doing deep dives now. This is at least more fun than the West Memphis 3 oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. Because these people are sad, but they're fucking crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Comet, in 2019, Comet Ping Pong suffered an arson attack when a fire was started in one of its back rooms. Employees quickly extinguished the blaze and nobody was injured. Like, conspiracy theories aren't there's a secret basement in, that the kids were getting sucked through a fucking toilet in their school it's it's no the government supplied the you know contra agents with fucking um 
Weapons. Weapons and cocaine to ship across U.S. borders because they wanted money and to fund the rebellion in Cuba. Yeah. Like, that's the type... And it was messy because that's how the government operates. It's a bunch of dumbass people doing a bunch of dumbass people shit, which is what humans are. Right. So it's gonna have messy shit and people are gonna know. And yeah, it might sound crazy. Why would the government supply, you know, put flush crack into black neighborhoods i don't know every recording of every president ever since recordings happened they're like you know fuck black people i bet we could make them say marijuana makes mexicans rape like it's you know what i'm saying like it's crazy it's crazy so the perpetrator escape was arrested a few days later while climbing a fence at the washington monument and tied to the arson via security footage he had posted a video referencing QAnon prior to the arson now, Pizzagate is genuinely considered a predecessor to the QAnon conspiracy theory. It also generated another offshoot conspiracy theory called Frazzle Drip. Goddamn. Some ca- yeah. Sometimes called Frazzle.Rip. It's a rumored dark web snuff film showing Hillary Clinton and longtime aide Huma Abedin sexually assaulting and murdering a young girl, drinking her blood, and taking turns wearing the skin from her face as a mask. That's not... A real thing. Now the no, video was not. allegedly discovered on former Congressman Anthony Weiner's laptop. That's that. That's. <clears throat> I, uh, yeah. So that's so not a real thing. We'll get to the Anthony Weiner thing in a minute. I'm gonna have that. <laughs> um, that's so not a real thing that even in medieval times it was made up. Right. That's the blood libel again. Yeah. That's just like. Oh, the queen. She she doesn't have a husband, and she's she's still beautiful. Oh no, that means she must be killing our daughters. That's not how that works. <laughs> you just don't like women. Also, say the thing about Anthony Weiner again, because his name is funny. The video uh, was allegedly discovered on former Congressman Anthony Weiner's laptop. Anthony Weiner got no, outed because of his Weiner. Yep, and uh, it was not on his laptop. Uh, his wiener was on his cell phone. Yeah. So. Wiener, uh, <laughs> wiener is Huma Abedin's ex-husband. And it was found in a, supposedly. Yeah, we know why. <laughs> found in a fa- folder labeled. She didn't take his last name? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Considering her first name was Huma, I think Huma Wiener. Huma Wiener, where Ma Wiener. Why Ma Wiener. Why Ma is a real name. Anyway. Um, yeah, it was found, supposedly found in a folder labeled life insurance. Hi, bud. What? And police officers (laughs) who reportedly saw it were so horrified that they were driven to suicide. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Now, conspiracy theorists have pointed to the video, which does not actually exist. You've seen live leak videos. You wouldn't. Uh, Right. No, no, no. (laughs) If this video existed, everybody in the world would have seen it. Although, according to Greg Locke, I don't know if you know that is. That's the pastor, right? Yes, the jag-off pastor that does Uh book burnings. Uh, Shout out Pat Robertson. He finally died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe reverse Harambe, I'm telling you. Nah, it's just old. old but I, <laughs> We've been waiting for that motherfucker to die for but, decades. Um, he claims that he has actually seen a video. Wow, that's an interesting smell. Where there are tunnels <laughs> underneath. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about it, but Well, there are tunnels <laughs> under... it? Now, there are tunnels underneath the Capitol, but he claims that he has seen videos in this tunnel where they have the children tied up and everything. No, yeah, you sure haven't. seen it. I've seen I've seen things in that video that would make you just uh, yeah he's hey pastor hey pastor fucking show it then bitch like what yeah 
That's so. how you, that's a that's a number one flag is like people are like, oh, there's a video that undeniably proves UFOs. Show don't tell. Show don't tell then. Because if it's a video evidence, then I want to fucking see it, and I want to see the person who did a video anal- uh I want to see Captain Disillusion's video on YouTube where he debunks every CGI technique that was used to edit in this UFO, because I don't trust just your word on something that outlandish. I can't trust that there is a secret cabal of child predators fucking with kids in a goddamn basement of a pizzeria that does not have a basement! Like, I... You have to show me evidence. Again, you can't walk up to somebody cross-eyed talking about ghost planes. You just can't. (laughs) So, conspiracy theorists have pointed to the video, which does not actually exist, to support long-standing conspiracies that, uh, conspiracy theories that politicians, celebrities, and other elites sexually abuse children to consume their remains. Now, Pizzagate resurged in 2020, mainly due to QAnon. Now, while initially it was spread only by far right, it has since been spread by teens on TikTok who don't otherwise fit a white, God, right wing conspiracy theorist mold. No, the biggest white wing was fine. Yeah, the biggest Pizzagate spreaders on TikTok appeared to otherwise be mostly interested in topics of viral dance moves and Black Lives Matter. The conspiracy theory has no, developed. No, they're mostly interested in things that will get them big on TikTok. Yeah. Because yes. Because they're children, and that's how children's brains work. Right. So the conspiracy theory has developed. It's the same reason we were all sharing that fucking Pepe meme when it was big. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm in, I'm in high school or college, and I want to be edgy. So the conspiracy theory has developed a less has developed and become less partisan and political in nature, with with less emphasis on Clinton and more on the alleged worldwide elite of child sex traffickers. It's crazy because during this same time, we found out that the people they were trying to say were combating this were getting on secret goddamn private planes to go to an island owned by a man who was literally sex trafficking. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Literally children. Like, uh, come on now. And then he suicided himself. Jeffrey Epstein... <laughs> sure. No, just, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein, quote unquote, killed himself. Yeah. yeah. That one that one's just fun because he probably did, but like it's just fun. All right. So I, we have go ahead. No. We have one more time jump to He make probably today. did just kill himself because he was old and pathetic and he got caught. I mean, you see it all the time. It's really I think it's a fifty fifty shot. Yeah. I think uh, it's more like 60-40, but it's, yeah. I think 60, if it's 60-40, it's 60-40 in favor of not. I just, I just, I just disagree. Well, because he was supposed to be on what, right? So if, if he did kill himself, I think it was allowed to happen. That I believe. Because he was be- supposed to be under constant surveillance. He was clearly a suicide risk. Even in prison... For rich people, prison yeah. rules apply. And if a child predator is going to kill themselves, I, if I'm a guard or an inmate, I'm not going to fucking stop you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I really think, yeah, it's well, not necessarily... The, the tragedy of it is we didn't get time to get anything else out of him. No, for sure. For sure. That's a tragedy. But, like... <clears throat> I'm just saying that's what happens in prisons, which is why I think he really did kill himself because somebody stood by and watched him fucking do it. 
But I don't think that a secret government assassin paid off a prison guard to get into a cell and kill Jeffrey Epstein. No, 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 no. Or whatever. No, no, no. I don't think it was like a conspiracy like that. No, no, no. If at the absolute worst, it was, all right, Jeff, you know what you have to do because we can't have you be questioned about this. It was maybe coerced, but, you know, that's where I'm at with it. Maybe. I, it was definitely not an assassination. It wasn't murder. He definitely <clears throat> did that shit himself. No, but the, like... It's the circumstances of how it <coughs> happened that... See, this is what I didn't want to get super into. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I just... Yeah, it's fine. So, we, but, but what I mean is, like, whether or not you believe that he did or did not kill himself, it's fun because it could be true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's... And it's fun because it was a despicable human who deserved death. It is definitely sad that we didn't get to uncover the whole whatever, but like, you know, it's better than they all got went free and lived forever, you know? So I have one more jump time jump to make today, so let's hop aboard the Enterprise and slingshot around the sun to travel to the apocalyptic year of 2020. Three years into the QAnon conspiracy and look at an internet site called Wayfair.com. Oh, yeah. The fucking Fuck Wayfair me. I forgot about theory. Wayfair. Yeah. So Wayfair, an online e-commerce platform specializing in home decor, became the subject of internet human trafficking theories based on some exorbitantly priced cabinets. I'm excited about this because you've probably found information about it that I haven't. So the story began on the subreddit r slash conspiracy when user... Princess Peach 1987. I'm going to go find her Reddit right posted now. Posted screenshots of four poorly photographed cabinets from a Wayfair trademark. What was it again? Princess Peach 1987? Yeah. Four poorly photographed cabinets from a Wayfair trademark private seller called WFX Utility Store. The cabinets averaged about $13,000 and featured the names Naraya, Yuritsa, Samaya, and Aliva. Or Alivia. Livia. God, Reddit is truly a wretched hive of <laughs> villainy and degeneracy because I'm trying to search Princess Peach 1987 and everything that comes up when you first type in Princess Peach is labeled NSFW. <laughs> I uh, I found her immediately because I too. put the 1987. Me so. too. No, no, no. It's the recommended results. Like yeah. just the, the suggested, There's... oh, you're searching for something Princess Peach related. Is it porn? Oh, it's probably porn. Should so, I click on one of these just to see? No. The post gonna... said, is it possible Wayfair involved in human trafficking with their WFX utility collection? Wow, that's elaborate. Or are they just extremely <laughs> overpriced cabinets? Note the names of the cabinets. This just makes me sick to my stomach if it's true. Now, for reference... <laughs> I clicked on one, and it's just a cover photo of peaches, of actual peaches. <laughs> No posts. Ah. Now, for reference, a professionally photographed nine-piece full kitchen cabinet set is $1,430 on the same website. Now, less than 24 hours after the original Reddit post, the story began trending in the United States as more social media users started to speculate if the cabinets were a front for selling missing children in plain sight. Twitter. Why was this again? Just because of the prices? Or was it like some fact that they were named... And we'll get to it. But, um, was it like a Tyler cabinet? 
Yeah. Uh, like they're Naraya, Yuritsa, Samaya, and uh, Olivia. Olivia. So why so, were they named that? Just because, yeah. Stupid. I mean, if you go and look at shoes, like women's shoes, they mm-hmm. have like women's names. It's just That's what weird. They do. So, um, oh, like like Air Jordans, yeah, or Kobe. So Twitter users, uh, Twitter users found that the names or, of the me, cabinets, Yeezys, as well as one nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars Zodiac pillow, matched up with children that were currently missing in the United States. The plot thickened when, shortly after the story started trending, Wayfair deleted their four ca- the four cabinets from its site. One Reddit user claimed that Wayfair deleted the listings after they'd reported Wayfair to a human trafficking hotline. Nope. Now, the cabinet mystery comes one year after about 500 employees walked out of Wayfair's Boston headquarters to protest Wayfair profiting off of furnishing detention centers for migrant children. Because there have been issues of children going missing from said centers, this only added fuel to the fire of the child trafficking conspiracy theory. <sighs> On the Internet's accusations, a Wayfair spokesperson said in a statement to Business Insider, there is, of course, no truth to these claims. The products in question are industrial-grade cabinets that are accurately priced. Recognizing that the photos and descriptions provided by the supplier did not adequately explain the high price point, we have temporarily removed the products from the site to rename them and to provide a more in-depth description and photos that actually depict the product to clarify the price point. The thing about this one is that you can almost see threads that should go together, but when you really think about it, it doesn't because you've chosen to talk about kids going missing from, you know migrant detention centers as the issue that pointed you towards Wayfair, but that problem was happening well before Wayfair even ever existed. Yeah, and that's kind of the biggest thing with with this whole child sex trafficking thing, is all this bullshit like Pizzagate and Wayfair and all that is actually taking attention away. It's distracting from the real problem. From the fact that there are kids who are sexually trafficked. And we're absolutely 100% way too lenient with like paperwork and shit for if we are going to put them in detention centers right like instead of sending a kid who's lost trying to cross the border they've lost their parent or whatever instead of putting them in a detention center put them in a fucking foster care home or somewhere where children without parents go you know what i'm saying like they're kids we don't we treat it's so shitty we're the worst So as with the Pizzagate scandal, the internet is now shifting from a conspiracy frenzy to proving that it is just a creepy coincidence. For it's example, an- another thing with the the Wayfair thing, uh, one of the one of the girls that came up missing. By the way, they they every were... time you order a Reuben from fucking Jimmy John's, you get to suck my dick. <laughs> that's true. It's that's only very reasonably ghost... priced. Yeah, that's only very reasonably. Have to go stroke. Uh, it's the giant one. Pass. You got to pay like eighteen bucks for the sandwich, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it comes a little treat. Um, so basically what, what people were doing, right. Was they were, uh, they saw these and they were like, that sounds like human trafficking. And so they would go in and they would type in, uh, the name of the cabinet, like Yuritsa. And then they would missing. Yep. Yeah. And it's a common name. So they would find a girl that had gone missing within the last six months or a year or whatever. And be like, it's her. One of those girls. Yeah. Was turned out to not be missing. Yeah. 
and like went on TikTok or whatever and was like, you guys are fucking weird. Yeah, Hi. I'm not missing. I'm here. Yeah. But of course, this is what I mean about them moving the goalposts. They'll be like, <gasps> they set up an actress. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I said, you're not going to argue. That's the, that's the thing. You just can't you argue. You can't argue it. No. It's, no. And th- this is something that I'll probably reiterate time and time and time and time and time and time again when we start talking about cults for Final Cult Down. Um, do not ever debate a cultist. No. They were debated into the cult. Yep. Everybody starts skeptic. You can change your mind, but once you've changed it, the thing you change it to is stronger than your original opinion because you had to change it. Yes. So, like, now it, you can't convince these people that they're wrong because they already changed their worldview, their entire core belief system from the world is normal and works how I think it works to there's child sex rings filled in in pizza gates all over the place and online stores and shit, like... Yeah, you can't. There's no amount of evidence that can convince somebody who has been basically brainwashed. You yeah. have to. There's. You have to unbrainwash them, and it's not something you are equipped to do. That's like a professional therapy fucking job over yes. years and years. I think probably the most powerful statement I've ever heard about cults was somebody who got out of one, and they simply said, "Nobody deliberately joins a cult." No. no. They think they're joining something that, you know, they believe. You in. think, right? I found the place that I fit in. These people believe the same things that I believe, or even if they don't believe exactly the same things, like they treat me how I always imagined I would yeah. be treated. That's where love bombing happens. Yep. And then you get sucked in while they're love bombing you and feeding you all this delusional bullshit. And then you get so deeply entrenched that you're stuck there and or you fully believe in it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how brainwashing works. So these people aren't going to be convinced. You have to de-brainwash them. Because they believe... Which you're not qualified to do unless you are. Unless you are. But, like, you're... It's... Oh, I lost it. Shit. It's, um... You have to, like, de-brainwash them because they aren't... They're... You... Fuck, I lost it. It's gone. As an example. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Sorry. I the the flat earthers versus QAnon. Similar entrenchment. But the difference is with a flat earther, you can get into an argument with them and then eventually go, okay, what does it matter? We're still living our day-to-day lives with the sun fucking going overhead. Who gives a shit at this point? You believe what you believe, I'll believe what the fuck I believe, and we'll both go to work on Monday. Right. Flat earthers aren't hurting. <clears throat> anybody right well they kind of some of them wish they could but yeah they're also in QAnon. so exactly i mean there's there's a venn diagram there that is similar to a circle so there's overlap but like for the most part if it's just the flat earth thing you can basically be like all right fucking uncle jimmy you're crazy but let's go smoke this blunt or whatever (laughs) right you can't do that with a QAnon person no there are countless stories countless I, you would say testimonials if it was a fucking news program, but like where of people who both QAnon people and the people from their families who are like, we had to literally kick them out onto the street. We, I couldn't, we couldn't deal with them. They wouldn't listen to reason and they were ruining everyone's lives around them. 
Yeah. Yeah. including and mostly their own like you're you're they're losing connections to their family which just entrenches them deeper into this fucking cult yep because <clears throat> now who are you going to connect with only the people in the cult because your family won't talk to you anymore because they think you're crazy and you won't get help mm-hmm. so many of the wafer items are outrageously expensive for example $3,549 for a single beanbag replacement fill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, the people who are freaking out about this have never uh, gone to Wayfair while furniture shopping. Right. That site is full of ludicrously overpriced furniture. Right. Yeah. I was going to say earlier, quote unquote, fairly priced. <laughs> so other Reddit users came up with an alternative plausible came up with alternative plausible theories. Plausible. One wondered if because Wayfair is a drop shipping company, sellers on Wayfair set high prices for their items simply because they can, or if the yep. overpriced items are actually a front for laundering money. It's the one, it, both. Yeah. So there's no question that the internet has been exploited by human traffickers, but there's no evidence that an e-commerce platform form on any on the open web is actually being used to buy and sell children. Well, so the the drop shipping thing is super valid. That uh, that happens all the time. Yeah. Yep. Um people do it it's not drop shipping, but people do similar things on uh Steam where they'll spend like a couple of weeks uh making some really shitty game that you will experience everything that that game has to offer in the span of 10 minutes. And they'll charge fucking $1,000 for it. Yes. They'll put it on Steam for $800 and just hope somebody sees it and is like, what the fuck is this? And pays for it. I think they're hoping for like a streamer to see it and be like, this is shitty. I'm going to spend $8,000 on this or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tell you who else does that? Fucking Mm. KFC. Oh, We went to KFC Friday night. Yeah, Friday night we went to KFC, and their combo meals, where they used to have the five ninety nine or six seventy ninety nine combo meals, five dollar Phillips. Yeah, not anymore. Nah, son. The cheapest item they have now is like nine dollars mm-hmm. for a two piece. No. Yes, yeah. For a two piece and a biscuit. Ten no. Yes. Hmm. Fucking ridiculous. I was fucking. My jaw hit the ground when I saw I got that. a $25 gift card. I got a fucking three piece meal with like large, whatever, two sides and shit. It cost me almost $17. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A bucket's almost $30 Man, now. Man, we do live in the worst timeline, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, not that long ago, a McDouble at fucking McDonald's across the country used to be a dollar seven. It is now almost fucking $3 before tax. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, But the, the other thing with, uh, with Wayfair is they were considerably nicer and more expensive looking cabinets that were not pictured. It it was a glitch where the, the pictures yeah. We're wrong. And like the, the explanation of uh there's a scandal, now we're gonna rename our shit so you'll buy it is yeah. fully believable. Oh yeah. That happens every fucking day. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so some points to keep in mind. Hundreds of thousands of children are reported missing in the US each year, according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited. Yeah, children. if it's a Ashley furniture fucking home store, every girl named Ashley isn't being trafficked through. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm really worried about my friend Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it's no surprise that some of those children would share names. <laughs> Speaking with... of Ikea, every time I hear the word Ikea, all I can think about is there's two things. It's the SCP, which is essentially an Ikea. Uh-huh, the and the Ikea. guy who, during COVID protocols, put arrows on the floor of an Ikea that basically <laughs> amounted yeah. to an endless maze. Uh-huh. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yep. That was a next level move, dude. I think of a an, an Italian guy that's uh, really mad at his ex. <laughs> oh. Ikea, my ex's car. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> Mario getting pissed at Peach. Yeah, but it's now, a me. Ikea, your car. I don't know if it's in all Ikeas, but the Ikea that's in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. the arrows are actually projected onto the ground. That's Yo, dumb. what? That's dumb and also cool. <laughs> but that way you can't turn them around. You can't. That's so fucking funny. So, yeah. <laughs> they had to invent hologram yeah! arrows. Yes! <laughs> because of one motherfucker who did a prank. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, so hundreds of thousands of children go reported missing every year. So it's no surprise that some of those children would share names with items of furniture named after people. That's confirmation bias at work. <laughs> so several of the children that conspiracy theorists identified as having Look names at matching the big Wayfair. Brain on bread. Sorry, are that was fact, ADHD. Are in fact no longer missing. So we have one last jump to make before we finish. Yeah, because here's the thing. You can look up a kid who was missing six months ago, and they're either found or dead. Right. <laughs> like, those are the options, really. So let's all jump into this weird-looking telephone booth with the Wild Stallions and travel back to 2017, October 28th. To wild Boys. Wild Stallions. Wild Boys. He's never seen it. Never mind. I haven't either. What, oh, what no, that's Ted? Bill and Ted, yeah. Nope. So Because at first I thought you were going TARDIS again, and I was like, you already did a TARDIS. No. And then I was like, oh, wait. I yeah. wish I could make the TARDIS noise just to <laughs> fuck with people. It's like the dude from fucking Police Academy. Uh, Michael Winslow. Every, every sound with his mouth. Yep. Yes. So October 28th was the day that an anonymous figure posted this cryptic message on 4chan. Which, oh my god, every time I hear a conspiracy where it's like, I heard about this on 4chan, I'm like, no the fuck you didn't. If you, because it's 4chan, which means it was a 12 year old bullshitting you! So this is the message. Hillary Clinton will be arrested between 7.45am and 8.30am Eastern Standard Time on Monday, the morning on October 30th, 2017. That simple post started a firestorm that has grown into the largest conspiracy theory group in the world. For that simple post was from a person who called himself Q, and his followers call them come to call we themselves QAnon, and that's where we will pick up next week as we conclude this trip through Satan's dominion. This and it's gonna get everything else has been like batshit, right? But this is this is gonna be some true trippy true nonsense. insanity. It it's so phenomenally, fundamentally, prophetically stupid there are two types of people on on fucking 4chan and that has been true since 4chan existed it's the the kid who is fucking with you uh-huh because words aren't real on the internet to them and it's you who believes them it's you who are causing the shitstorm you who are believing hillary clinton's going to be arrested pizza gates real like 
they're fucking with you and you're believing it because they're putting it in a place where they know people will fucking believe them because they're kids and they want to exercise control over their own life. Yes. And they, you know what I'm saying? Like, so to do that, they make you look like a dumbass and they make you a criminal because you go shoot up a fucking pizza joint. Yep. Or storm the Capitol. Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Save it. Soon. Yep. Soon, Ruben, soon. Next week. So that's 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 it for this week. And we're one week away from being done with Satanic Panic. Holy shit. Yeah. Literally. The series that would never ends. Yeah, exactly. And we could still not let it end if we really wanted to. If we really wanted to. We don't. No. <laughs> oh, no, we do. We do want to let it end. We could. No, no, no. no, no, no. We, we, we don't, don't want to keep it going it indefinitely. It's a double Because that would be. Us. Yeah. And we'll probably end up. I mean, we'll revisit the Satanic Panic because we'll mention. Oh, like, of we do course. <laughs> it's the conspiracy theory that never ends. Yep. <coughs> Fucking Flemmy McGee over here. Listen, <laughs> it's summertime, and that shit is rough on me. Yeah, it was ninety-two degrees outside yeah, when I woke miserable. up. Which, but by the way. I want to say it on mic. I fucking woke up to Don knocking on my door today because <laughs> my fucking alarms didn't go off, I guess. Or they did, and I just slept through them. Actually turned them off in my sleep, which is not something that I do. They'll go off after a minute or three. Yeah, but then I get a notification that says you missed your alarm for 2.45. Huh. Mm. So you wake up. Oh, 2.45. That's right. I come in at 2.30. Yeah. For some reason. No, you come at 3.30. 30. 3.30, yeah. Yeah, I wake up about 45 minutes before you get here. Usually it's enough time to uh, grab my monster, brush my teeth, and generally I'll sit here and like do a couple of Google searches about whatever we're going to talk about. Like, oh. Fucking QAnon. That's usually I'll, I'll like get the studio ready. And by that I mean I come in here and turn the light on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So that wraps it up for this week. Uh, we don't have any announcements. We made the announcements in the midweek that you'll hear, would have heard two weeks ago. So time travel, baby. Um, the Wayback Machine. Yeah. Mr. Peabody said we shouldn't, and yet we did. Sherman. <clears throat> Sherman. <laughs> I am awfully quite fond of you as well, Sherman. All right. I'm... Follow us on the stuff. Give us likes. Give us money. Yeah. That one's been done. Uh, I, yeah. I've been a plastic bag floating through the wind. Do you ever feel? It's I've been Josh, aka wanting to start again. Yes. <laughs> 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 and uh, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked by something. Uh, so yeah, thank you for coming, and we will see you next time. Fuck cancer. Fuck, Fuck cancer. cancer. Shouts out to the Be plant good to babies. Yourself. Shout out the plant babies. And uh, thanks for coming to our town. We hope you visit again next week. Bye. Bye.